Hello, and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including She-Ra, which we'll be talking about today. I'm your host, Alex Bonilla, and today I'm joined by Michelle Andrew. Hello. Beatrice Morat. Hello. And Ali Martin. Hey. Today, we are discussing the sixth episode of season two of She-Ra and the Princesses of Power, now out on Netflix, uh, titled Light Spinner. We have been discussing episode by episode all the the uh, the pieces of season two. So if you want to catch up on previous discussion that we've had about episodes one through five, as well as the season as a whole, you can look that up at OverlyAnimated.com. You can also subscribe to us on iTunes at OverlyAnimated.com slash iTunes. You can find us on YouTube at YouTube.com slash OverlyAnimated. Uh, wherever you listen to us, we always appreciate any ratings or reviews you want to leave us. But yeah, today we will be discussing Light Spinner. Um, as a warning, we are going, we may be touching on the, the uh, topics beyond this episode as well. So spoilers, not just for this episode, but for the entire season of She-Ra. So you, you have that warning there. But yeah, we are going to talk about Light Spinner, get into the details, but we'll begin with general thoughts on what you, what you guys thought of the episode. Um, Michelle, let's go to you first. So, what what did you think upon watching Light Spinner? So much unresolved angst with Catra. Poor Catra! Like, the end of the episode is just so sad. And especially juxtaposed to, like, she's just, like, breaking down in the cell versus, like, Lala, Dora, and her friends are gonna figure out the mystery to the sky constellations. It's great! Like, Catra <laughs> always ends up on bottom somehow. It's, like, really sad. Uh, I really, this was a great episode. I did not expect we were gonna get Shadow Weaver's backstory at all, but we did. It was great, and it makes a lot sense now like you really get a sense of her personality even back then and how it's kind of ruined her life more or less and we finally get like she admits to capture all this stuff about like how she saw her growing up and it's like really twisted and messed up but like super interesting so i i really enjoyed this episode all right all right um beatrice uh, how about you well what did you think about the episode i know that it's like poor catra i know that but at the same time, I'm like, oh, but the ang- like when she sees Adora again, she's gonna hate her, and that's gonna be so great to watch. You know what I, I mean? Know. Like that's the drama. Like I know it's like I like I get it. It's like poor Catra. I know this poor kitty. I just want to pet her, but she'd probably bite me. But <laughs> also, like. She's gonna hate Adora after this, and I can't wait. Because it's gotta get worse before it gets yeah. better. It's gotta get yeah. it done real bad. I think, like, everyone's like, oh, this is the season where, like, Catra, like, really becomes a villain. No, 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 no. Next season's when she's gonna really hit rock bottom. I'm saying it now. Okay. Yeah, the bold, bold, bold prediction. Although I think, like, the, the ending is already, like, the, the final shot of Catra is probably not rock bottom like yeah this setting up that we're gonna go more <laughs> into that it's like dirt bottom right now <laughs> dirt bottom yeah she's like the mantle she hasn't gone through to the core yet yeah <laughs> um uh, ali what what are your general thoughts here on the episode i think well okay the last three episodes for me this season were the most enjoyable but i think for me personally, this one was the most enjoyable because I love 
lore, for lack of a better, well, backstories, obviously. But I also like that we got to see Glimmer's dad. That made me really emotional. Question. Mm-hmm. Okay. How many people actually realized that was Glimmer's dad? I did. I, I did. Because his name in the first season. I think her uh-huh. mom mentioned his name. See, I don't remember wow. that far into the season. Netflix was the one who pointed it out to me in the summary of the episode. Wow, that's that, that, that's <laughs> lo- that's Netflix a low blow by Netflix. The summary? <laughs> yeah, in the summary, spoiler. In the synopsis, they're like, you know, he, what was it? Netflix was like, oh, like, and light spinner trains. Glimmer's dad, Micah, and I was like, ah, oh, okay. Oh, now I'm like, now I'm. Now I understand. Yeah. But yeah, they mentioned it. I think. Well, I think. Uh, the name sounded familiar to me. Well, well, I, I I rewatched a part of the first half of season one before season two came out, and like there is a moment where like a door asks, like, "Who's that?" It's like that's King yeah. Micah. So I was like, "Okay." I want to know. I mean, I'm kind of annoyed we didn't get to see more of the backstory, at least like for him. But I'm assuming we might get more later. I don't know. But I really liked seeing how much Glimmer is like him, and the like, you know. F the police, I want to do fun things and use magic. <laughs> and also, I mean, Catra, the, the parallels between her and Lightspinner just made me really upset. But also, it's great because you see how terrible they both are. <laughs> and you kind of love them more for it. I don't know. It was really enjoyable for me. I also like that we got a focus on the Horde and stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. instead of the whatever kingdom everybody else is in. <laughs> uh-huh. I watched the show. Are you sure? <laughs> no. <laughs> Maybe. Um, it, it does make it feel weird. We're like at the, the very end of the episode. It's like, hey, we got to come back to like what adoring Glimmer are yeah. doing. <laughs> it looks like we almost spent a full episode without them, but not quite. Um, just, just my quick thoughts on this episode. I I, I, I think I'm going to be in the minority here. It's like, I, I, this episode to me was kind of like, it's another situation similar to one of the ones from the previous from or earlier in the season where it's like half the episode I like and half the episode I'm I'm bored by because like I, I don't know there's something the the Catra Shadow Weaver stuff in the present is great but for some reason the the light spinner backstory stuff like it doesn't quite hit to me although as we'll talk about it maybe like we'll be able uh, I'll be I'll be able to glean like deeper stuff here but at least on first watch it felt a little superficial the stuff we're touching on like stuff that we kind of already knew about shadow weaver but let's talk about it with light with light spinner we get a big t- a dig into into her history in the in mysticore as an uh, as a previous sorcerer teaching micah and uh, being kind of a, a obsessed with power but for the purposes of uh, ostensibly protecting her kingdom um, can, uh, um, Be- Beatrice, what new information do we get about Light Spinner slash Shadow Weaver that we did not have before about why she is the way she is? Well, we find out that her kind of phys- like physical thing came from a magical accident. We find out that she's always been morally gray. Um, it's never, it wasn't like, oh, she turned to the dark. She was always kind of, she was never morally good in that space. Um, she, we know that she was like, like a teacher, like McGonagall. She was just like, you know, I teach these students. We know that Micah was her protege. Um, we know that she always covered her face. It was never like something 
that was just always a thing with her. That's great. Um, I mean, to be honest, I'm much more interested in like what we find out less about like light spinner and more about shadow weaver. Like we learned that shadow weaver didn't kidnap Adora. That's oh, huge. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Like, that's like the big, like we know, like that just shows like maybe she actually does really care about her. And it's not like, oh, she only cares about her for power. It's like, no, she actually like cares about those big blue eyes and those chubby cheeks. It's like, <laughs> oh my God, you guys. I mean, you say that, but like she literally says it all. She might be powerful. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, but then she sees her. Then they actually give her, give it, give, give it, give Adora to her. <laughs> and then she's carrying her. And then she goes all like, ooh, like baby, you know? So she said the same thing she said to Micah when she realized he had a lot of power. Like, we're going to do great things together. Yes, but so... Micah wasn't a baby. I'm just saying. Adora <laughs> was very cute. And it's like, oh, you see? And it's like, I must protect you. Like, it's a different thing to have, That's like. Beatrice's. Yeah, this <laughs> seems like you projecting your reaction yeah, to the saying. baby. No, no, I'm just saying. There's, it's a, there's a difference between rearing a child and, like, having a student. There is a difference. <laughs> Yes! Rearing a child from, like, birth to, like, having a student that's already, like, you don't have to change their diapers? Like, of course there is. Is there, though? <laughs> you have no heart, is what I'm <laughs> do, do, I'm but, but does Shadow Weaver have a heart? Hmm? I'm claiming she does, but she's very selfish with it. Light Spinner did. I don't think Light Spinner had a heart. I think Shadow Weaver had a heart. Uh, well, well, they they both had a heart. She, well, she like she let Micah go though. Like she like poofed that yeah, coke guy, but she didn't poof him. She let him go because she liked well, him the most. Did she like absorb their powers? I still want to know like how that. <laughs> I was. thought she just like crushed them. Like just oh, assembled their bodies in the cloud magic. Or maybe she like. I know, ba- Maybe she banished them to the shadow realm or something. Oh my god! Maybe, <laughs> maybe not shadow. Maybe just like holes. Maybe, maybe it's like a flurkin from Captain Marvel. You know, it's just like this mask that's inside a cat. So she, it's not a cat. It's just She's her. And like, you know, she just, it's, they're just all still alive, just in this like mass of space that, and they're slowly going mad. Maybe that's what's happening. Um, Michelle, how do you feel about Shadow Weaver having a heart? Or <laughs> like, what, 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 what do we learn about her emotional inner workings in this episode? She has emotions. I mean, what is what does having a heart mean exactly? Does she <laughs> care that she can love? I mean, probably yeah, but that doesn't mean she she cares and loves in a good way most of the time. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's the distinction, right? Yeah, like mm-hmm. she she cares about Adora. She she cares about Catra. Maybe does she care? She she said like she wanted her to be better than than she was herself which i honestly feel like was genuine but the thing with shadow weavers like no matter what she says because she's done so much damage like it like doesn't matter it doesn't cancel that out so however she actually feels yeah it's like what moms who wanted to be like broadway stars say to their i know that's a child actor yes it's i hate it you could think what you're doing is right but like the fact of the matter is like it's actually really twisted and not yeah. great and obviously these children are suffering from it so it doesn't really matter i mean it matters in that like it humanizes her character but like in terms of the outcome it doesn't really mm. matter if she loves them or not right because look at Catra. <laughs> like obviously okay. like all that mothering didn't do her very much good in her life so far okay but then then why did we get the backstory if it didn't matter well, I mean, not that it doesn't I mean, matter. Like, it matters if 
her characterization, but in terms of like forgiving her for her actions. Oh yeah, no, totally. Yeah, but I do think it's it does matter to like the plot. There's something gonna something's gonna happen. <laughs> yes. And I'm so excited. Well, <laughs> now I, I mean, uh, if, forgive me if I'm being cynical, but like I want, I, I'm scared that part, the main plot thing that's dropped in this episode is the whole idea of the three moons aligning and then we like get that uh, like because that's the kind of impulser of her plan in the past and now that's happening in the present and i think also in the seventh episode we look at the moons also like getting close together so like i can't uh, i'm a little scared that that's maybe the only meaningful thing that's gonna stick from this that's gonna make me so sad like what, what? 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 What do you want to come? Like to like cont- continue forward from this episode, or have hopes for? Well, Micah for one, and then also the after the aftershock from Ketra and like Adora. That's gonna mess up their relationship even more than it's more messed oh. up. And then it's like with Shadow Weaver, I don't want it to just be like okay, we use to tell back her backstory just to drop this like lore about the stars. We could just like. I want. More, I need Shadow. Like for me, it's like look, if you're gonna spend dedicate most of an episode, which again we only we're limited limited episodes. We only have to right, do, right. If you're going to dedicate an entire episode to this character, she's gotta ha- have like a ma- a big role. I'm not saying like she's gonna be a protagonist, but she does have to have some sort of substantial substantial <gasps> role. Like we gotta get something like back if from she her. She dies. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, <laughs> like, we care. I mean, we'll care because Catra will care. Like, I, I think the only reason Shadow Weaver makes sense as a plot thing in the story at this point is because she's, like, it very much tied to Catra's arc in, in, in the overall story that extends season to season, right? So Catra's going to have to get, like, past the whole Shadow Weaver thing to move on with her own life. And, like, Shadow Weaver's actually a pretty good cautionary tale for Catra. If she reaches for certain kinds of power, she could end up very much like Shadow Weaver. And Shadow Weaver states pretty bluntly that she sees a lot of herself in Catra and that she she thinks they're very similar. Catra has the chance to change that, but it's really up to her, and I don't think she's ready to not change it yet. So I feel like that's that's why Shadow Weaver still matters. So mm-hmm. she's very tied to Catcher, and since we care about Catcher, we're gonna have to think about Shadow Weaver a little more next season. Right. I don't know, but I think we're underestimating Shadow Weaver's connection with Adora too. Yeah. Because then, like, that's the stinger yeah, of the yeah. entire season. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like yes, but my thing is like okay, like if Shadow Weaver were to die. Like what I feel like that would okay. I that's cool. No, I, I would say like if if one of the two was gonna kill her, it was gonna be Ketra. I yeah, think. Probably. But if she was going to die, I feel like Ketra would come out better for it. But Adora might feel more pain from it. So like I like you know what I mean? Because they so both you know the opposite way. Like, yeah. Maybe. maybe I don't know. I don't really see her coming out of this alive somehow. Like she's gonna try to use Adora's powers, and then it's gonna backfire. Yeah, maybe. But I don't know how. But why I feel she, like why whatever does she go after her... Glimmer? <laughs> because daughter. like Glimmer's so powerful, she's a princess. No, but oh she, God, she, so she, Glimmer's she... gonna kill Shadow Weaver. Oh my God, so <laughs> but 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 <laughs> Michelle, she already tried grabbing Glimmer last season, and she escaped. Oh yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Tried that with the door, and the door escaped last season too. So 
she's got to try equal opportunity. Go after Glimmer also. <laughs> wow. Glimmer's got some some score to settle because she like hurt Glimmer real bad. Well, do so, they? Uh huh. Doesn't even know about her dad. I'm sure. That's why I'm like, yeah. wait, like, uh, what if Shadow Weaver killed him? In the that's world? why I'm like, Glimmer's gonna kill oh. her. Oh. Yeah, we know the show's already established that unlike like Bo's the moral compass and Glimmer's the one like Glimmer would something if like if pushed to it I think Glimmer rash, would do something yeah. more morally gray you know so it's yeah. like all right well what if she finds out that Shadow Weaver killed her her dad I want that to happen so bad because then she'll like have a business moment I don't know I'm all about <laughs> Oh yeah. my god, what if the mom the kills her? What if Queen Angela kills her? That would wow. be What if they both die? No! Everyone dies. No! Because if the mom kills her, everyone's gonna be fine with that. Like, oh yeah, good call. But if, like, Adora kills her, <laughs> or Glimmer kills her, they're gonna be so, like, shattered over the, yeah. the fact that they murdered someone, and then they'll have, like, actual repercussions in the plot. So we can't let the mom kill her. It's too has anybody, easy. Has anyone died in Shira yet? <laughs> I, I think like, like Dora's parents. Abstractly, so well, I mean, on screen, on screen. Oh, on Our, screen. Yeah, not on screen. No. Well, possibly, maybe the 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 magicians in in this episode. Oh yeah. Oh, thank maybe. you. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh maybe. Oh, well, yeah. Goatman might have died. Question mark. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, that's something. Maybe she'll get sucked into her own black hole. I don't know what this is. I don't like that. I don't like that. I think someone has to kill her and, and live with the horror of murder for the rest of their lives. Uh, okay, maybe Michelle likes the horror of murder. No, Good to you know. Guys, every Disney movie is the villain being awful, and then the they almost die, and then the hero's like, "Oh, let me help you up," and then they just fall and die anyway. So nobody right, has their own. No, yeah, nobody head. has to deal with murdering a bad person. Have a Zhao moment. I yeah, mean, I, yeah. We, I we mean, have to have that happen. I mean, it would make sense. I'm not saying that Adora's the one that's going to kill Shadow Weaver, but it would make sense that Adora does kill somebody because yes. her whole thing is that she's scared of the power and she's worried that she's going to mess it up. So, mm -hmm. the, or at least like hurt someone real bad is what I feel like Adora is going to go to. Like, that's going to cause Adora some more angst that mm -hmm. we will be, and then she'll be scared to use the, the sword, and then that'll be a whole thing. Maybe. Maybe that's too obvious. I don't know. But no, I would really no, like I that. Love that. Because yeah, like you're saying, then catch up, be like, hooray, Shadow Weaver's dead. The burden is lifted. I can be super evil now. And and now Adora's like, I can't do anything because I killed someone and I'm afraid it'll happen again. So she'll be like <gasps> even more vulnerable. Yeah. Or like anyone. Yeah. Oh. yeah. I would love that if she had to kill Shadow Weaver. And it ruined her for like okay. a, a whole ten episodes or something. Okay, but I, how would this how would it sound like this? Like if would 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 it be like in a mo like in a fit of rage or like some like would would it be where when Adora kind of like loses control and goes to like the Shira version of like an Avatar state type of situation or would it be like she had that. to or would it has to be like she has to decide like consciously yeah. I have to kill yeah. you just as a side mm. yeah like there's the world can't safely live with you around and I need to do this because it's my responsibility to keep the world safe. And I then mean, she has to kill her. But if she's in control, then that doesn't give her a reason to fear the She-Ra power. Because she, she was in control. Well, she would just, it would be more she herself. fears herself rather than the She-Ra power. So it would be more well, like, yeah, I can't be She-Ra because I am not worthy. power at all. 
Right. Not that, like, the, the Shiro, like, forces her to, but that, like, with that amount of power, she has the choice to decide who lives and dies, and that mm. being, like, the scary thing. Like, right, an average yeah. person can't kill Shadow Weaver, but somebody with, like, the sword of Shira can, and that's what's scary. It's like, how, of her how do I know my decisions are right? Yes. Totally. Yeah. Like, because if it's just the power taking her over, it's like, well, that's, I mean, yeah, who knows when you might go crazy. But if she makes a choice consciously, I feel like that's, like, way spookier. That is more interesting, because often we see, like, people, like, lose control over power, and then that's how they fear it. But then what's, uh, that would be a really interesting take, would be, like, instead of fearing it, it's more she fears herself, and she doesn't think she mm-hmm. is worthy of handling the power, because mm-hmm. she's, yeah. she thinks yes. she's corrupted. So yes. and she yeah, thinks she's exactly. not good enough, and that is what Glimmer is going to convince her that she is good enough. And exactly. that's how we get Glimmadora. Wow. Everyone's going to be like, you did the right, everyone's going to be like, you did the right thing. Like, she needed to go, and, and the girl will be like, did she, though? Like, I don't know if I made the right call. Like, oh, you did. She'll be like, I doubt myself. No, but, I don't know if I could do this again. See, but I don't think everyone's going to think that. I think it would, would cause more drama is if some people disagreed and thought you shouldn't have done it. Ooh. Like, some people, like, Glamour would be like, no, you should have done it. But then you have Bo being like, I don't yeah. know you. Yeah, Bo is going to be angry that that happened. People got murdered. No fighting. Well, that, 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 that was a good uh, t- 10 minutes of discussion on how Shadow Weaver will die. It's going to happen. It's canon now. Sorry, Shadow <laughs> but uh, sp- speaking of like the idea of someone getting overtaken by the power, like the the also like the whole setup of this episode is that she yes. is wants to siphon off power, and that's her idea of protecting the kingdom. But in the process, she gets overrun by, it, and that's we get to see the conversion of her from Light Spinner to Shadow Weaver. Yeah. So I'm just throwing that out as like that could also be a parallel that could be used later on with some, yes, someone I or something else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wait, can you explain that a little more? Well, uh, like the idea of like a, a perhaps a do- uh, Shira like feeling like the uh, she's getting like overrun by the power, like she she goes into like a super mode where she like loses control, and it'll be kind of similar to like how Sh- uh, Shadow Weaver like kind of lost control by like letting the extra power like take take her over and do its thing, and like to the point wow. where like she begins like. The, damaging people and throwing them away and stuff so i can see that as a nightmare that doesn't like i mean if adora has the choice to kill shadow weaver in the end if this is you know actually happening like she would go berserk first then come out of it and then be like oh yeah i have to kill you anyway whatever then i would love that yeah and uh, um the shadow weaver is working in this episode with micah but um did you guys have any thoughts on kid micah in terms of like how how he functions in this episode He's so cute! Precious. He's so excited! Yeah. He's a dead boy that must be protected. Yeah, so like I guess like uh, the 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 height of this episode is when Shadow Weaver is going out of control, and like she she makes Micah come close to her. All she does is just touch his cheek before she teleports away. So I, I I think you you guys mentioned in the middle of that that like there's maybe a chance we go back to that and it's like Micah getting uh, or having a second encounter with Shadow Weaver. I do see there's some good potential in that. I really hope there is. I mean, yeah. at least in the war, 
like later down yeah. the line. Mm-hmm. And, and it's also like a, I think that there's also like a parallel here between like how Micah reacts to Shadow Weaver stuff and how Adora reacted to like figuring out that uh, the Ward was bad too. Like my, Micah is like fine like helping out Light Spinner throughout most of this episode, but once he figures out it's like dark magic they're working with, then he he like runs away. It's like no, I, I can't do this, and he runs off. And like Adora kind of had to do the same thing where like she realized that the Shadow Weaver was making her do and the Horde stuff was bad and she she had to run away. And then that brings the ire of Shadow Weaver upon them. So Mm -hmm. Micah and Adora have other things to explore, I think, in terms of... They're better at handling manipulation than Catra is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I still am not over the fact that Catra's like, Oh, you all are so easily manipulated, and I'm yeah. just like, girl, <laughs> she girl, got yeah. please heal you. Is you blind? Have you looked in the mirror? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess we can talk a little bit about about Catra. We, we've already talked a lot about that. The like the the final scene where where it's like her uh, her and Shadow Weaver and like her seeking approval. But like the build up to that is that in the present. Catra is trying it well it has has been told that Shadow Weaver needs to be sent to Beast Island and she is getting the sensation that she's being pushed out and not not trusted um the your brief Hordak and Trapta moment here is that <laughs> Trapta shows up in the middle of the conversation <laughs> And then, like, as Catra is... Well, I love that as Catra is walking away, we get the shot of, in the corner and trapped on Hordak's throne, and they're having, yeah! like, close conversation. Catra is just very jealous of him. <laughs> it's so question. So, so the age difference between Hordak and Trapta <laughs> is to light Spinner and uh, Micah. So, no, like, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Listen. How many times do I have to say this? Skeletons, I mean... Skeletons age differently. And apparently, Hordak is like a skeleton vampire mix type of situation happening with Hordak. So obviously, time works differently with him. Trapta supposedly is a lot older than she seems, according to... I don't know. I saw that like on Twitter. According to what? I saw it on Twitter from one of the creators or something. I don't know. I saw it on Twitter. She's like really smart. <laughs> I'm just smart, saying, but... look. I'm just saying we can't like hit like clearly age is a little, little different for him. So maybe he's like four. You know, maybe he's four and like you in what? one night no. he's time. <laughs> no, it'd be, it'd be interesting. Maybe it's worse. Maybe he's like he's twenty. Old. He's a solid twenty-five. Okay, he's like a solid, solid twenty-five. Years old. Five. <laughs> I'm just saying, he could be, he has a mohawk. What 55-year-old has a mohawk? Cool ones. Cool skeleton one. Do you guys know how long it took me to realize the Horde was named after Hordak? Like, that's hilarious. He's named it after himself. That's so funny. Question about, like, here's a question about names. So, Light Spinner was, like, Light Spinner's name. Where did the name Shadow Weaver come from? Did she name herself Shadow Weaver afterward, or was it like? She lost it. She's like, "What's the opposite of Light Spinner?" Oh, Shadow Weaver. I got it. Great. Look, I just, I don't, I don't want to. Like, let me just say, I don't. Okay, we have a princess named Natasha. We have a character called Castastella. Okay. Like, I don't think. 
like I don't even know where I'm going with this. Well, so you don't think Hordak is that out of place in this universe, right? Yeah. Okay. Now I know why I made this point. It's to defend Hordak. Yeah. Of course. It's unthinkable why he would name it Hordak and Hord, the Horde and Hordak, because like this is that's the type of show we are in. Okay. Um, I I actually brought brought this up not really for the ship purposes, but because actually this is brought up. I mean, maybe maybe deep deep down that was my motivation, but also like in that final moment with Shadow Weaver, like Shadow Weaver is saying like you're being pushed out, and like Castro like specifically points out like well, Entrapta understands the tech stuff more than I can. It's so, like Catra feels that she's being pushed out by Entrapta, which I find very interesting. Like yeah. it, it's at it's at a point where like now she feels that somehow Entrapta has jumped her in the in the line of command, which is. Something that I, you know, I wouldn't have predicted, like even at the end of last season. But it's quite, it's oh, quite it's a turn that this season accomplished. Yeah, I mean, I think um, what this, what that reaction really highlights is just how badly Katra needs to talk to someone. Like, so mm-hmm. she needs to seek help because that what that tells me is like she she is now tre- seeing Katra as she once saw Adora, which is oh, now I'm second best. Now I'm downing myself. Now she's back into this cycle where she's just constantly like thinking she's not good enough and that someone is like outdoing her and she feels inferior because of that. Whereas before she didn't care about the science stuff. Now that's all like, now that's like something that she's self-conscious about. So for me, it's like, okay, this tells me where she is mentally. Like she still is not in a place where she can have like a healthy relationship with anybody at the moment. And I also find it really interesting that, yeah, she's Shadow Weaver's, like, counterpart, like, parallel. But she's also her parallel to, like, the ninth degree because Shadow Weaver had spent, like, decades as Shadow Weaver in that position of power. And then Katara has, like, what, a couple months? And now she's already out? So it's like she's do she's going through what that what that worries me is that she's going through the Shadow Weaver character arc in a much more extreme condensed time scale. So it's kind of like, oh God, Catra, like what is about to happen to you? Oh damn. Yeah, I do feel like Catra's starting to like to make her own worst enemy again with Entrapta. Because yeah. it's it, she would have been a fine fourth captain if she could have just left Hordak alone. And stop being so insecure and just done her job well and stayed focused. Like, they would have been fine. But the fact that, especially because she's going to lie to him next episode, like, that's what really does her in. Like, if she can't, if she can't just do her job well and just stay focused, yeah, she's not going to survive. Which is really sad. But yeah, like, definitely she's not, she she, she needs to get some things sorted out before she takes any more leadership positions in the near future. Or creates any type of bonds that can, like, be misinterpreted by a certain scorpion queen. Like, Aww. we need... I'm just so worried. Uh, Scorpia Sco- Sco- yeah. tried in this episode. Like, there's the no, scene... Scorpia did good! She yeah. got Catra to be honest about what's yeah. bothering her. That's, like, a yeah. huge achievement yeah. for their relationship. Totally. No, yeah, totally. I'm just, I'm just worried that, like, what if... Okay, so jumping a little bit, one episode, jumping a little bit, you know how mm-hmm. Petra ends up, like, there's a theory that, that she's going to end up going to the island and all that stuff. Like, it's like, what if Scorpia gets promoted or something? And then Scorpia's now... already a force captain. 
Yeah, but what if like now she's like she becomes super force captain? <laughs> yes, I don't know. I know. There, there must be some sort of orientation about it. That... Why weren't you at super force captain? <laughs> 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 um, but um, but no, so that like I'm just scared that that tendency that Katra has is now she at one point is going to be pointed at Scorpia. Like, what if Scorpia st- changes sides? And then she's like buds with Adora. They're like gym buddies, so Ooh, they're like oh how like, they literally spot they spot each other when they do like chest presses and stuff. And then, <laughs> and then Katra's just like does that thing she does where then she's like, "Why wasn't I good enough?" Like then she starts hating Scorpio for Scorpio just being great. And it's like you know, I, like I'm just worried. I feel like Scorpia. She's too. Scorpius too aware of Catra and how Catra feels yeah. to do that. I, and I feel like if, if Catra honestly confronted her about getting promoted or having other friends, like Scorp- Scorpius is going to be very honest. You're like, look, like you're my number one. It, it's not what you think. Like I'm here for, for you, girl. And even if Catra like walked away from that and tried to push her out, like Scorpio would find a way back in because she's she's that yeah. lovingly abrasive. Like she made her into a cat burrito against her will. She did. I don't she I don't did. think there's any stopping her from being a part of Catra's life unless Catra literally like erased herself from the face of the planet. Yeah. I mean, I guess maybe that's 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 the difference. Between like mm-hmm. Scorpio and every other character yeah, on the show, yeah, that totally. she actually like want she like Catra's her number one, whereas with everybody else, yeah, Catra's never the number one, which is why Scorpia is oh Scorpia. Anyway, uh, the the, the yeah, line that Scorpia's Scorp- not even the number one to herself. Like she, that's why she yeah. so she, she needs Scorpia to root for her because she won't even root for herself. Aww. The, the the line Scorpia gives when Catra is trying to stonewall her is like, you know, I don't accept any of that. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like she 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 won't she take no for an answer. Live. She she's trying to like dig into her, and eventually she she gets it out, and like she she is like, well, I thought you would hate Shadow Weaver, but then Catra leaves with you wouldn't understand, and she runs well, off. Yeah, and that's why, like, I like I. Like that scene, that ending with her and and Shadow Weaver, like that's gonna devastate her. Like that she's not going back. Like I don't. This is like this is why like I'm I like kind of jumped the catadorship because there's just so much baggage there, and it's not even like they themselves perfect. Sometimes it's not even them purposely like doing it to each other. It's just there's so much that's being pitted against them. I'm just like I don't see how they can make amends, have time to not only make amends, but also establish a romantic relationship. Because there's just no way. Like, that scene, that, like, cat, like, basically your mother going, like, you're not, literally going, you're not good enough, and disappearing. And the moment she finds out that she left for Adora, like, oh, man. Yeah, that is going to mess things up. Yeah. Not even like romantic wise, just everything. just in general. It's gonna mess any kind of like potential like anything. relationship. For, I hate using the word relationship because it's so loaded the term, but it's like yeah. that's what it, any in any shape or form. Yeah, like it's gonna it's gonna be bad. <laughs> yeah, um, the, the, the 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 catcher angst is just so much in this episode. So um, good. <laughs> Well, oh it, it's so good that I'm trying to think of like what other stuff there's to talk about, which I'm kind of like running out of already because <laughs> <laughs> we already got to the 
important stuff first. Yeah, I mean, we talk about the stars. Yeah, so I mean, if 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 we want to touch on that, like the very during the story, it's like the the stars are aligning, and that makes our magic stronger. So we have to do it today. And now in the present, we are we get shots of the stars like beginning to come into alignment again, and then we have Adora, Glimmer, and Bo getting their message cleared up because for some reason Bo also knows that the three moons in alignment make transmissions stronger. I, I, I'm not sure where that knowledge comes from. Well, but... just because it makes magic stronger in general. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, been, it's been established that the moonstone in Bright Moon um, like gets stronger with from the moons. Like, that, that, like they give it more strength. So yes. I don't think, so it kind of makes sense. Sure. Kind of. Yeah, but and so they they get that uh, the message of Serenia, Portal, Mara, and uh, Glimmer says, "Well, it has to do with Mara. Can't be good." And the episode ends there. And episode seven, we'll talk a little bit more about that. But I, I guess just the, in general, the, this episode is also like beginning to set up some kind of like yeah, di- uh, yeah, like some kind of like big day that will be taken advantage of by. Shadow Weaver in the future, just like she did when she was Light Spinner in the past. Do you think there's like a third mode she can convert to? Like, if she went from Light Spinner to Shadow Weaver, now can she go from Shadow Weaver to something darker? Dark Braider. Yes, the final form. Dark Braider. Dark Braider. <laughs> I, was, I was going full like gray Jedi. I was like, oh, be like Light Weaver or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, do I make the light and the dark and mix them together? Black Hole Creator. I have no idea. Well, oh. <laughs> do you think, okay, but do you think this is going to be the, 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 final like this is is that day gonna be the big one like the like the finale of the show type oh, ending, no or is that gonna be like the mid-season oh. finale well i, I well, well mid show finale yeah I, I think that that makes a little bit more sense like if we're like looking ahead to what season quote three is i i think because we know that it ends with shadow weaver like hovering over adora so as to be some situation where shadow weaver is gonna use adora slash she-ra for something and the stars play could easily play into that and it, it just feels like a very um easy setup for something major to happen like using yeah. the, this constellation setup for the yeah. future yeah if anything it would be a mid series i guess probably like mid mid like quarter mid <laughs> a quarter, yeah. a, a quarter mid like, or a mid quarter mid. I don't even know what season three like. Is this is season two split in two? I still don't understand. I yes, think, yes, uh, yeah. Okay, split in two. this is just the first half. So then, by the end of season two, we would have what like twenty something episodes. So that's like thirty something more to go. So maybe mid series finale, something to that effect. Right. So so the end yeah, of whatever the next batch is. That whole situation. I don't want it to just end there. There's so much more to get into once that happens. Yeah. I just want to know, like, is this like thing gonna be wrapped up next? This like with the next batch of episodes. This thing meaning the moon. I think it needs to. With the the, yeah, with the moons coming together, and then I'm we're assuming the Shadow Weaver is gonna try and take advantage of something. Then it's gonna be like this kind of arc with the Shadow Weaver. Mm. 
<laughs> yeah, that definitely. Yeah, because I, 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 again, like going back to the beginning of our discussion, I think that the the reason for Light Spinner as an episode existing is to make us like get a, have a closer connection to Shadow Weaver when she ends up doing something big. Yeah. Do we ever find out how Micah dies? Not yet, but no, I, I want to assume no, that she just killed him in a battle. Yeah, like I, I think, the, okay. yeah, Queen Queen Angela says says something to that effect, like the horde killed him or something. So, uh, we, so the, the, there's potential for us to watch <laughs> Micah fall. Die, to, Jesus. Yeah, that would be yeah. Good. yeah, I want it. I can't. I really <laughs> want. I really, really want Shadow Weaver to be the one to kill him, so that Hordak isn't the one who kills him. Ooh. And then Glimmer so would freak out. Yeah. Yo, what if Shadow Weaver killed Hordak? <gasps> what Why if she would do you that? Did say that? I mean, that? I mean oh that... my god, what if she does though? She's pretty powerful right now with the moons what if and all. To kill yeah. Are you saying Hordak? I would accept entrapped killing him. But are you saying that Hordak is like the Snoke of this situation? Sure. And then Shadow Weaver is like <laughs> They have very similar faces. Something. Yes, that's uh, what I'm saying. I see. I see. Maybe. Um, uh, well, that 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 throws quite a wrench. This idea of like Hordak dying mid mid series. Um, but also uh, speaking of Hordak, like we do get in this flashback that the reason that Shadow Weaver is looking at this is that the Horde was already in motion and had already defeated the princesses. So, like, do we have an idea of, like, how long ago this flashback is taking place that the Horde was already here and already, like, taking over stuff? Maybe. There's a lot of time jumps in the flashbacks, too. Yeah. If Adora Mm -hmm. was at the end, that means Glimmer was probably born around the same time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Who the hell knows? Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, the the black garnet was taken over it during this flashback, which uh, so it was explained in last season that the black garnet is of Scorpio's family, right? Yeah. Yeah, but I thought so, it was. Yeah. I thought okay, so Scorpio wasn't alive then when the black garnet got taken. I guess or not. She was no, a kid. Definitely not. Because like, if she was see, because if she was a kid, then that means she's the same age as like Glimmer's dad. Or like oh, close, yeah. and that can't be right. right no, right, right. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think these are Scorpio's ancestors. Have been oh my goodness, that makes Scorpio over. that much sadder because she was born into the horde. She didn't even choose it. Oh, oh Scorpio! You yeah. know, like oh, their family surrendered to the horde. Yeah, yeah but they like did, they did. Yeah, they surrendered. Mm-hmm. They were but the that first wasn't when she was too. Yeah, and that wasn't oh. even when she was alive then. So then she had like no like say or anything. Like she couldn't even like. She was literally that's that this is the the only world she knew was the horde. Just like a door. Yeah. That makes sense. I have a question. Yeah. How did princesses like get bo- like okay cuz like Mike he's not a princess but he hooked up with somebody and made a princess <laughs> baby. So like uh, do you just happen to do some people happen to have a higher chance of birthing princesses and not normal magical people like Micah? I mean, I think it's like kingdoms though. Like cuz he married a queen. And uh, what happens uh, when you marry uh, a queen, you create a princess. 
doesn't he make wasn't a prince. Like, the the bloodlines of lady. Ooh, okay. maybe it is. Maybe that's, that's it. And it's like maybe it's like it's like. But is it is it is it is it like by through blood or is it through like little literal title? Like if Glimmer stopped being a uh, princess, like if they were like we dethrone you, then does she lose her powers or is it? Like no, it's in her blood. Is it like kind of like yeah, King Arthur like, and Excalibur? It's like no, it's, it's like yeah, what? like he was. Well, because also like the 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 idea of having con- like uh, connections to rune stones adds like a extra layer to this, right? Because I think that that would contribute to this being a blood situation where like you need to be have be born with at least like some form of connection that needs to be activated. I'm not sure if, like, just, like, by, like, marrying into the family, it's like, okay, well, now we have opened up your your connection to magic. Was Micah's mother royalty? Because he, like you said, he has magic. So how did that work? Well, Castispella is his, like, royalty that are magic, though. Is Castispella his his sister, then? Because I always assume Castispella was, like, from the queen's side, but maybe it's from the dad's side. And she's, like, a sorceress. That's, like, pretty. I feel that's, like, a pretty... I, I do feel like it was a, a, a wasted opportunity that we did not see cast a spell, a young cast a spell. Right. Okay, yeah. question. All right, oh, not question, but like, just thought of something. So Queen Angela, like Angela, Angela, I don't know, whatever, English. Sure, sure. Um, she was, she's immortal, right? She's like, she's really old. <laughs> you know oh, oh, no, oh, no, no. Oh, come on. <laughs> With an older Micah getting down with the queen, but Entrapta, who is fully hey. at full agency, can't get down with Hordak. I'm is just she immortal? I was just I teasing. So. <laughs> I'm confused. When was she? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know when her whole thing happened. She's like, she's like, she's, she's not, she's not human. She's like, she's something else. She's is like it? another being. Yeah. Maybe she just takes lots of like eight slow aging potions. No, 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 no. We don't get you don't get she, no. She 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 we, sleeps in that in that like be- bed powered broomstone. Then the horde can get down with the trap. Discussed in canon. I don't remember her being super old or not human I mean, or immortal. I I I guess she just looks like she's otherworldly, so we assume she's not hundred percent human. Because she has wings. Are we being speaking? Yeah. Yeah, well, she does have wings. Like, where'd she get those, right? Like, is she well, still but, from an eagle? Well, like, because her name happened? is, An- is Angela. Her name is Angela, right? <laughs> so she has wings. Angela. <laughs> but my whole question about, about, like, Glimmer being a princess was because, like, so did they have, you know, the, 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 the meeting room with all, like, the princess chairs? Did Scorpio have one made for her? Like, did they just know when she was born she was going to be a princess? Like hmm. how does that work? Well, see, so yeah, I, I don't, I, I don't think not. so because earlier in the season, Swiftwind doesn't have a chair, which means all the chairs were taken. So, according to Glimmer and Castastella, Angela is immortal. Okay. <laughs> are, 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 are you getting this from the Wikia? Because <laughs> the kind of immortal where like the power of the stone keeps her going. Like, if that got smashed, would she immediately turn to bone dust or something? Maybe. Maybe she maybe, maybe she is connected oh, to, like, okay. the, the, the stone. Maybe, like, because, you know, Glimmer is super connected to the stone. So it would make sense that maybe Angela is, yeah, like, the, 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 like, the protector of the stone. And that's what keeps her alive. that freaking palace. Yeah. 
She can't afford to leave the palace or she'll turn I'm the saying phone is, yeah, All yeah. I'm saying is, Angela, mm. time works differently for her. Okay, okay, okay. I've, I've let... I, 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 so this is really just full metal. Now we've seen human transportation. Angela is Hohenheim. Oh, yeah, Glimmer. Glimmer's like... What, what does half him... Yeah, but what does half immortal mean? That still means mortal, though. It means godchild, <laughs> something like that. She means she can die. She so she's like um, Hercules, right? Yeah. So she, she can be she killed, can but die, she. But it's harder to kill her. Maybe. Okay, I guess. All right. Well, Glimmer. <laughs> Glimmer, we gotta find you a pig. <laughs> Uh, yeah, um, just since you mentioned Glimmer, br- brief Glimmadora moment of her f- uh, protecting Adora from falling at the end yeah! of the episode, so uh, that was Glimidora nice. Glimmadora is a very good ship. I love it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, so, um, I think now, once we had to, like, loop back to to Hordak and Traft again using Angela as justification, <laughs> I think that real- that means we're about close to finishing up here, so. So, uh, Beatrice, uh, final parting thoughts or any anything else you want to talk about, Light Spinner, before we begin heading out? Um, I will say, um, even though like there's a lot of content in the episode, it's not one of my favorites of the season. Um, because I agree with you, Alex. There was um, there was some some certain bits kind of did lull a little bit for me in it. Like it did feel like a slower episode. Um. Unless I'm like super, super, super invested in a character, a backstory about a side character is not my favorite thing. This happened also with like Young Justice Outsiders. There was like a character that literally the entire episode was like a backstory. And I was like, this is really boring. Um, Because also Young Justice has like a really bad problem with like handle, like balancing characters. But like with, with this, I mean, I, I enjoyed it. I love the discussion. Has a lot of great things. A lot of things came out of it that I'm like, oh, this was it was a necessary episode. It wasn't like say with the storyline and signals with Adora and the ghosts. Like, sure, mm-hmm. but um, so it was definitely had it had the 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 weight of importance. But I didn't. I did find the pacing of it to be slightly odd. So I guess that's my final. All right. That's all right. fair. It's definitely it's not like a fun episode for sure. Yeah. It's, it's like it's like an info heavy, like emotional episode, but it's, it's no like Scorpio trying to go on a date with Catra. <laughs> you know, it's not exactly fun. Yeah. Um, Michelle, your your final thoughts on the episode? I'm glad that Shadow Weaver's relevant. I <laughs> rip for okay. whatever whoever does her in next. But, I mean, she's so tied to some of these major characters. There's no way they can't do more with her. And I'm happy about that because she's an interesting character. Um, yeah, this episode's a lot. I did not think I, I would care so much about Glimmer's dad. But now I feel like I have a lot of questions there, too. But this is one of my top, like, maybe four episodes of the season. I really liked it. I mean, there's only seven episodes of season, but it's still up there. Sure. It's yeah, it's on the mid- middle of the season. Uh, yeah. mid- middle of the rankings. So that's fine. <laughs> Uh, Ali, your final thoughts? I think I will change my opinion. It's not the best episode, but I am really about like backstory heavy, emotionally exhausting episodes. But it was definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, I agree with you. There were it was mostly kind of boring with the backstory, but I did like that we got to see it, and I really, especially, just liked um, how it was flashing forward and connecting to Catra and what's going on now, especially with how similar they are. I forgot if we mentioned this before where um 
Catra even said to Scorpio, like, no matter what I do, the Horde doesn't trust me. And Light Spinner said the same thing about the magicians of the kingdom. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. man, the parallel. Like, be- before Shadow Weaver, like, like, just come out and says that the catch reminds her of her like we see all these parallels right yeah. mm-hmm. during Shepard's backstory and mm-hmm. I love it <laughs> no yeah yeah that, that's definitely a good point to bring up like the the balance between like switching from flashback to presence flashback to present in this episode I think was done really well like yeah. it, it cuts into the right moments of catcher's like de- uh, current state and connects it well to what light spinner's story was so i i do think that the mechanic of that episode worked really well and uh yeah like i, I think that if you if you dig deeper into uh, into light spinner shadow weaver's story i do think that it after discussing it that a lot of these things will help potential events in the future to have even bigger impacts than they would have on their own so i the, the probably the the this episode will serve us well for the future if we do go down the path of a shadow weaver arc and so like for that we should be thankful that we <laughs> we've got some extra stuff to work with once she like make returns with her grand re-entrance into villain villaindom after being stuck in a cell yeah. for this season can yeah. can i throw one random um theory out there before sure. we go okay oh, so I, okay i'll go after you i just saw something too <laughs> yeah so okay um clear okay so shadow weaver is now like in bright moon we didn't see a lot of Queen Angela or Angela. We didn't see a lot of oh, her. No. So, oh, no. I'm saying it's like, I think there's going to be a really interesting, like, motherhood type of thing parallel maybe happening. Oh. There might be a cool, that something interesting might happen, like, in terms of, like, seeing the parallels of, like, good mother, bad mother, like, seeing the, 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 the ramifications of that and how, like, cyclical these things can get. I definitely think that could be something interesting. I just want the queen to go full on mama bear and i am so down for it yeah, yeah i mean, I mean Shadow Weaver realized slimmer is micah's kid which she might not actually know that that'd be really interesting oh. for her if he oh. was like her favorite person right he's just like oh, oh what you're his she's... kid like i feel like that changed something yeah what, what if she sees like she sees his like his his um statue and then she's like wait you're yeah here wait a minute and then connects the dots. Mm-hmm. Oh, that—that's why you were able to escape because <laughs> <laughs> oh. his daughter. Now it all makes sense. That's why you're so Daddy gifted. Would. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say, you know, this is I, I when I was rewatching this, one thing that really stuck out to me was when Catcher's confronting Shadow Weaver about like, why did you always treat me the way you did? And she said, you know, you remind me of me. I wasn't born into power. I had to fight. And like struggle for everything I have. Why should it be any different from you? And I feel like that's such a terrible, dangerous mentality that people mm-hmm. actually do have for their children. Mm-hmm. And that's I'm, I appreciate the show for kind of framing it as as bad as it is, and how damaging that kind of thing can be. This idea that like if I had to work so hard for what I have, you have to fight just as hard too. Instead of trying to make it easier for yeah mm-hmm. better for those people so i i think it's a it's an interesting nuanced thing for shira as a show to get into and yeah we're seeing the repercussions of it not working out that way so yeah yeah shira tough love doesn't work <laughs> yeah tough love does not work shira parents are complicated you guys <laughs> <laughs> 
but yeah, so with with that in mind, we'll move on to episode seven, the final episode of the season reunion. We'll be back to talk about that a little bit later. Um, until then, you can find out the info on this podcast at overlyanimated.com. You can chat with us on Discord at overlyanimated.com slash Discord if you want to share your opinions there. Um, you can support us via Patreon at patreon.com slash overlyanimated. Thanks to all of our current patrons, especially our patron of the podcast, Hugh, a.k.a. Hugh Neutron. Uh, thanks to our Patreon executive producers, Ryan, Steve, Beatrice, Hugh, and Michael. Uh, besides uh, She-Ra, we've got uh, Star vs. the Forces of Evil coverage going on. We've got Miraculous Ladybug. Uh, we've got uh, Tuca and Birdie coming up. So a, a lot of uh, different animated shows to cover once we finish our coverage of She-Ra. But until we, we come back for the final episode of Season 2, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.